Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Episode 80 of Believe in Betting LA, a special NFL draft episode. We are recording this Wednesday, April 28th in the evening. So we are one day before the NFL draft tomorrow evening. We'll know exactly all 32 picks in the first round by tomorrow. Fourth, the second, and third rounds are on Friday. And we got my favorite day, day three of the draft. Those are the true draftnik fans, NFL fans watching those fourth. Through seven rounds on Sunday. I'm your host, Sam Maxwell. You can follow me on Twitter, S Maxwell713. Let me bring in my co-host, Chris Lewart. You can find him on Twitter at Lou Mandingo Rock. Chris, we're almost here. It's been a year since the, one of the best sporting events of the year. <laughs> Even of that whole month, we were talking about it. Uh, maybe there's a bit more buzz in the both draft and betting community around the event last year, because that's all we had. This year, we don't have that problem, fortunately, but we do still have the NFL drafts tomorrow, tomorrow evening. How are you doing tonight? Uh, I'm doing well, and uh, I think you're right. I remember last year we found all sorts of fun stuff, uh, like so-and-so is in the band. Are they going to mention that he played the trumpet? Well, of course they're going to mention that he played the trumpet. He's getting drafted seventh. Um, fun things like that we were not able to find, but uh, still plenty to to chew off here, and, and really given the opposite, meaning we have no sports going on, so there's 100 more draft bets. I will take having sports versus those fun things. I will as well, but uh, you know we won't we won't take it for granted. Certainly, we we have learned that both the the easy and the hard way. Certainly, so we're just going to go back and forth. We're going to give you guys some of our favorite props. Um, you know, as with anything, we got good lines because we took them a lot of early. So don't get mad at us. So we're still making these <laughs> based on the current line. So we're going to give you not just the prop, the odds we paid, the odds they are right now, and whether or not, of course, we would still bet it or not. So we're going to do that today, and hopefully we have some winners for you guys. If you listened to our show last year, we killed it. I think both of us were up, uh, I think a dozen units is what we came to a conclusion com- com- combined last year, Chris. And um, this is just a, a, a general kind of word to the wise. The NFL draft, there's a lot going on. This is probably the best chance to catch your bookmaker sleeping. And we did just that a year ago. Chris and I both cashed in on a Jake Fromm prop. I think it was like over under 70-something, going into day three. Guess what happened on day two? Jake Fromm was drafted. So somehow that prop was left up, and of course we both maxed it out. So it's it's just kind of a a really a call to the the wise to just go through these every hour or so, certainly after the end of each night. Check to see what's up there. Sometimes these odds makers will make mistakes, and this is the event to cash in on those things. So we're going to talk about that and much more before – we do want to talk about this week's sponsors again, our friends at Bet Online. Of course, all the odds that we're talking about here tonight come from Bet Online. And so this is the best place, the easiest place to go for all of your NFL draft action. Okay. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, the scores, the odds. They've got a lot of different draft props up there. And we're going to be talking about many of them. It's the best place to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the site, betonline.ag, use your mobile device, and you can sign up today and receive a free 50% welcome bonus. That's correct. A free 50% welcome bonus. So if you're planning on putting down $100 tomorrow on the NFL draft, guess what? They're going to match it dollar to dollar up to $50. So you can get $150 now to bet on the draft. So go to betonline.ag, sign up for that free 50% welcome bonus. Bet online, your online sportsbook 
experts. So let's dive right into it, Chris. I know all of our listeners are, are really excited. There's not a lot of time. Again, we're recording this Wednesday, April 28th. We're going to try to publish this in the next couple hours. By the time you're listening to it, it's probably the day of the draft. So you do not have much time. We're not going to waste your time. We're going to get right into it, talk about our favorite props, and let you go place those props. All right, let's start us off here, Chris. What's your favorite NFL draft prop for the 2021 draft? So the best bet I found, the one that was the most offsides, is over four and a half wide receivers drafted in the first round at minus 400. Uh, that is, is some pretty good value. I know minus 400, you got to get a good bit down to see that return, but that should probably be more around minus 550 uh, in that range. So grab that while you can. That is, that is far and away the, the best bet I've seen. Uh, and one that is going to, I think, pay some, some good good dividends given the fact that it's uh, it's priced so nicely. Okay, let's just do the math real quickly because it's funny. I actually have the same one. That was one of my favorite ones. Uh, I got it at minus 325. It's now at minus 425. Oh, Chris, Chris thinks beautiful. it's at minus 550. So, so we're both on the same page here. Let's do it real quickly here. Jamar Chase, absolute lock to go. Probably in the top five, but certainly in the top ten. Jalen Waddell, a lock to probably go in the top ten. Devonta Smith, seen him drop a little bit in recent days, but he's probably going top 15. So those are three locks. Uh, then, of course, you've got both Morse, Elijah Moore from Ole Miss, Rondale Moore from Purdue. Those two guys could go. Kadarius Toney from Florida could go in the first round. Rashad Bateman from Minnesota has been linked to the Packers. So we've got a lot of others that can go. There's a chance, a very small, but a real chance there's only four taken. Of course, you would lose the bet. I don't see how there's only three. Very likely, I think there's going to be five or more. You also got Terrace Mitchell uh, from uh, LSU. So there, there's about eight of them that can go in the yeah. first round. All you need is two more from the three locks that we mentioned. There's a lot, a lot of very wide receiver needy teams. Um, you know, you can just go down the list here. You've got uh, Miami, who's been linked to two wide receivers. You've got, of course, the Bengals have been linked to Jamar Chase and reuniting him with, with college quarterback Joe Burrow. You've got the Packers and the Lions and the Titans and the Ravens. I mean, it goes on and on and on. There's a lot of teams that really, really need some weapons. This draft is chock full of them. Any concern here, Chris, because it's such a deep wide receiver class that maybe some teams elect to go offensive line or defensive line and kick the can down the road to the receiver in the second round. Is there any concern for you there in that regard? I think if they were smart, they would. Uh, I would, if I were a GM, I would completely build my first and second round picks against linemen and maybe a safety or a cornerback here and there. But I don't. I, I think it's going to be more one of those things. If if one of those guys falls, I think it's going to affect other teams, which makes me feel better about it because I don't think I'm going to see anybody slip. Uh, I think most of those guys are going to say, "Oh, you know, Devonta Smith's probably going to be gone by the time I see him." And if he slips to him, I think you know it'll it'll change what people are doing. I think it's just like you said, you've got. You know, if you're playing Lamar Jackson, all this, you know, you're going to have to pay him a billion dollars here soon, right? Because I think he's in his last year before his his contract year. <clears throat> Now's the time, right? Wide receiver is one of those positions that can make an impact immediately. Like there is very little learning curve. You get in, you learn the offense, you run your routes. If you're a good route runner, you can catch the ball and you got speed. You make an impact on day one. And these teams need to do it. This is how you win in the NFL. You win while you're not paying your quarterback $290 million. Mm-hmm. And there's teams out there that need to win now and need to do that. Any chance of the Raiders take a receiver, specifically the fastest player in this draft, Jalen Waddle, after last year taking the fastest player in last year's draft, Henry Ruggs? <laughs> yeah, why Why not? It can't lose, right? Like, who's – I mean, is that written in the will somewhere? Like, does, does Mark need to do that? Like, did Al say you will be stripped of all your monies should you not just draft? Yeah. Like, I don't know, you're, you're, you're an eighth yeah. grader playing video games? 
that's a future HBO documentary if I've ever seen one. Hopefully, hopefully that's a real fact. But uh, you know, Apple didn't fall far from the tree there. Okay, moving on. I'm going to give my favorite one, and it's over half a running back taken in the first round. I got it earlier this week at minus two seventy. I doubled down at minus three seventy five. It's now showing as minus four fifty at Bet Online. I'm not a proponent of taking a running back in the first round. However, we've heard rumors that Najee Harris to the Steelers. He's been linked to a couple teams. He was, if you watch any college football last year, you know Najee Harris. Yeah. Fantastic back. Travis Etienne from Clemson. He's been linked to a couple teams. I think one or maybe even both of those guys would go in the first. And that's not even my favorite running back in this whole class. North Carolina's Javante Williams is my favorite running back. I think there is some value to him as the first running back taken. I think last time I saw it was plus 750. Um, So I'm going to be putting a small little bit. Yeah, plus 750 right now on bet online for Javante Williams to be the very first running back taken. You can look back the last several years. You know, last year uh, it was Clyde Edwards Hilaire. First running back taken, he had some great odds. No one thought it would be him. Everyone thought it was either going to be Jonathan Taylor or DeAndre Swift. What we think about a running back is way different than what these GMs are thinking about a running back. And running backs, almost like more than any other position, are taken to fit that individual system yep. because they know they only get utility from them for three or four or five years at best, right? They're not even thinking about that second contract at all. If you're taking a running back, it's like the Steelers. They need someone to plug and play immediately. So guess what they're going to do? They're not going to take what they think is the best running back. They're going to take the running back things that helps them the most right now in their system currently constructed. So we don't know. We could, you know, we could think that, oh, you know, the Steelers think Nadia Harris is the right fit. And then they take Javante Williams. There's some value there. Javante Williams at plus 750. But my favorite draft prop, even though it's expensive, is over half a running back at minus 450. All right, moving on to Chris's second draft prop. What is it? I think we've basically explained this already. Under 13 and a half defensive players in the first round, minus 120. Not crazy offsides or anything, but I think that's fair value. And it's for everything we've said, they need wide receivers. You know, they need a running back. They need an offensive lineman. Uh, not that there's not some playmakers in defense there, but I just, I just don't think we're going to get to 14 defensive players drafted when you got this much offense and you got this many quarterbacks going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, R.J. Bell, the, the guys that straight out of Vegas, broke that down couple weeks ago they didn't really come to a real conclusion but look there's going to be at least five quarterbacks taken the first round there's going to be at least probably five offensive linemen in the first round just like that you're at 10 you know we talked about we like over four and a half receivers okay so that's another five Kyle Pitts is definitely going the first round just like that just like that we're at 16 all you need is three more um and typically what what was interesting was they broke down and the last several picks the first round the, the 29 through the 32 typically Teams are trading up to get guys they like there. Oftentimes, it's a quarterback. You saw Lamar Jackson is the, the last pick of the first round a couple years ago. Clyde Edwards-Alaire last year was the 32nd overall pick. And so they actually found that the last couple of picks in the first round of the NFL draft typically lean offense. That's what kind of put them over the top for that one. And that could put you over the top if you believe in over 18 and a half uh, offensive players or under 13 and a half defensive players. Obviously, it's the same bet. So just do the math and get, and get the price that you like best based on that. All right, I mentioned Kyle Pitts. He's my second NFL draft prop. Kyle Pitts, under 5.5. I got it at minus 280. It's only gone up a little bit more, minus 300. Okay, so the first three picks we know are going to be quarterbacks. According to Kyle Shanahan, uh, you know, assuming <laughs> to see the draft tomorrow evening, they're going to be quarterbacks, right? So, really, the draft begins, the draft really begins at 3 because we don't know who's going. But in terms of positions, it begins at 4. Now, Kyle Pitts did come out and say yesterday that he thinks that the Falcons are actually taking a quarterback. So this actually hurts that bet. However, Kyle Pitts is truly 
uh, at least a lot of talent evaluators feel, a once-in-a-lifetime tight end prospect. Now, when's the last time we heard that? Probably Vernon Davis. And if you yep. look at the top first-round uh, tight ends that have taken, um, you know, none of these guys have been Hall of Famers. It's pretty remarkable, actually. You know, Kelsey was, I think, like a third-round pick. Darren Waller was a very late-round pick. Um, even George Kittle, very late-round pick. So it, it's not one of those positions that tends to hit all the time, but people are saying that, you know, Kyle Pitts is truly a can prospect. I think the Falcons end up taking him. I think they roll it back. They run it back with Matt Ryan for at least a few more years. If they don't, though, if the Falcons, let's say, trade out of that pick, I can definitely see someone trading up for Pitts. I can definitely also see the Cincinnati Bagels taking Kyle Pitts. There's a lot of good receivers, as we talked about in this draft class. There's a lot of offensive line depth. For whatever reason, they're not taking the easy move and just taking Pene Sewell. They may, but that's not what it seems to be based on recent reports. So, we're banking on either the Falcons or the Bengals taking Kyle Pitts or, of course, someone trading up to get Pitts. I do think Pitts is probably the second most talented player overall in this draft. So I don't think he makes it to six. I like Kyle Pitts under five and a half at minus 300. All right, moving on to Chris. What's your next? <laughs> this one goes close to home. Bears drafting a QB in the first round. No, minus 300. She would say, Chris, don't they need a QB? They got no QBs. All they got is a bunch of trash. That is true. And uh, Ryan Pace fancies himself the smartest guy in the room, despite being historically inept at his job uh, and somehow keeping it. I don't think he's going to. He's going to take a cornerback or he's going to take a wide receiver because he. the last thing he wants to do is, is make it seem like he's doing what, what people expect him to do, right? Like, oh, yeah, you got to take a quarterback. No, 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 I'm smarter than you. I know what I'm doing. Uh, eat me, Ryan Pace. So minus 300, I think, here is pretty good value. Um, the only thing that could change that would be a bunch of trades or some movement and, you know, the Bears mortgaging a million other first-round picks for a guy like uh, Gardner Minshew. It seems like a very Ryan Pace move. So Bears, no quarterback in the first round. Any credence towards I've, – I've heard some rumors, I've read some rumors that they are interested in Justin Fields. If he slides, they may not have to trade up as much to get him, maybe only to nine or eight. Are you worried at all about – the Justin Fields slide and with, you know, the Bears maybe finally making a smart decision and trading up to get the franchise quarterback. I think it would be smart if it happened. I don't think they have, I don't think Ryan Pace has the skill to, to pull something like that off. Like if Fields fell to 15 or something, like Pace would even be able to put it together. I just don't think he's competent enough if that were mm -hmm. to happen. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I don't think Fields is, is going to drop. Um, it just reeks to me of like, well, we got to tell some story here, right? You know, it's, well, we don't have the wonder like to talk about, or we don't have, you know, off field issues to talk about some guys. So we're just going to talk about maybe field sliding. Uh, I don't think he's going to slide very much. And even if he does, I do not, <laughs> I do not feel confident enough in the bears to actually be, uh, you know, a fleet of foot enough to be like, Oh God, he's falling. Let's change our plans. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. I'm going next year. JC Horn, quarterback out of South Carolina under, 13. I got this earlier in the week at minus 215. That has since gone up to minus 300. Now, a lot of people think Patrick Sertan Jr. is going to be the first overall corner selected. Certainly may be. Again, same thing with running backs. We don't ever know with corners which teams like certain corners. Uh, I forget who said it on, uh, on uh, RJ Bell's Straight Out of Vegas show. Um, but last year, the Falcons loved AJ Terrell. They ended up taking him very early. A lot of other teams didn't even have him in the first round on the board. Okay, so so corners are again very symptomatic of the system. What kind of corner do you want? Do you want a press corner? Do you want a coverage corner? Do you want someone that can come up and make plays in the run game? Do you want a playmaking corner? You know, there's a lot of different things here. 
I like J.C. Horn quite a bit. He flashed a lot last year playing against SEC competition. I like him at under 13. I don't think there's any chance he goes past that. I like it at minus 300. J.C. Horn, under 13. We're going to talk about Chris's next draft prop, but first, I want to thank our second sponsor of the day, and that's our friends over at Just Live. Support for this podcast is brought to you by Just Live, a trusted source for high-quality wellness, CBD products created by athletes just for you. Just Live came out with their new gummy CBD line. Chris actually got a shipment sent out to him and his wife this week, so you can talk about that later. They have six different flavors and functions, including sleep, energy, focus, immunity, calm, and our friend, vitamin C. Plus, they're vegan and low sugar. I wonder how many CBD chews are not vegan. Just Live was founded by professional athletes Clay Thompson, Alex Morgan, Travis Pastrana, and Paul Rodriguez because they wanted to create a CBD product that they could trust and, of course, stand behind. If you need support with those symptoms, sleep, focus, energy, stress, immune health, who doesn't? I highly recommend giving these a try. Right now, if you buy one of their new gummy products, you'll get one free. No risk. There are six different benefits to choose from. And instead of choosing just one, visit JustLive.com and use the code SUPPORT to get one. Buy one, get one free. Buy one, get one free of the new gummy line support code SUPPORT at JustLive.com. That's J-U-S-T-L-I-V-E.com. Buy one, get one free at JustLive.com using the support code. All right. Let's move on. Let's talk about it. Chris, give us your next draft prop. So I'm on to some of the fun ones here, and I went Trevor Lawrence heavy um, just because that's where the best odds were. Uh, some of the stuff was way, you know, minus 500, stuff like that. So you and I talked about this at first. Who is Trevor Lawrence going to hug when he gets drafted first? Wife is the favorite at minus 115. And I think that's good value because not knowing anything about Mr. and Mrs. Lawrence, I think there's got to be some sort of online, some sort of influencer, some sort of apparel deal that – she has to be sitting right next to him. She has to be on the screen, and he has to be the first person she hugs. And that means, you know, $10,000 in her pocket, right? So that's easy enough to go to Trevor and be like, hey, this is how we got to set this up. We're getting paid this way. This is going to, you know, skyrocket my, my burgeoning influence career as I, as I become the next Mrs. J. Cutler. So Trevor Lawrence hugging his wife first, minus 115. Man, a couple of Bears quarterbacks reference in the NFL Draft <laughs> podcast. This is, this is pretty fun times. Okay. All right, my last one here, actually I have two more. This, the first one is Jalen Waddell before Devonta Smith. I got it at minus 250. It's now at minus 260, so I feel good. Literally every single one I've taken so far, the, the odds have actually gone uh, in my favor. I've gotten more expensive. Um, personally, I like Devonta Smith. I think he's the, – the skinny mantra has gone way out of left. Yeah. His, uh, his quote was great. You know, we're not – I think it was like we're not boxing. We're not bodybuilding. We're playing football. Um, and sure weight weight matters of course weight matters in football but did you watch college football last year did you not see the that Devonta Smith put together I mean it was incredible the first non-quarterback Heisman in in a very very long time the first receiver Heisman in like 25 plus years and the dude's just always open I mean he's always open and sure they got a great offensive line they got a lot of weapons there it's not like they can always double team Devonta Smith Um, but they're still going up against really good players. I mean, the dude had like 200 yards in the first half in the championship game against DBU, Ohio State. So I just don't get it. So the guy the guy can go out there and just absolutely crush. They can just carve up all these first-round picks, uh, you know, at, at corner. But but he's too skinny to play in the NFL. Like, really? But you were going to take someone like Henry Ruggs last year in the top 11 picks that can only, you know, it's just like a one-trick pony down the, down the field, like running nines. I, I just don't get it. But I digress. Back to the original bet. 
Jalen Waddle over Smith. Speed still matters. There's question marks here about Devonta Smith. I've heard rumors that the Dolphins actually favor Waddle over Chase. So we may actually see Waddle as the first overall receiver taken. I like Waddle over Smith. It's at minus 260 right now. Um, I think the Giants really are the only one that would potentially take Devonta Smith over Jalen Waddle. So, um, you know, if it's a top 10 pick and Waddle goes, I think that should be safe there. So that is at minus 260. All right. I think you have another or at least a couple more Trevor Lawrence fun ones, right? That's right. I got two more Trevor Lawrence fun ones. This one's easy. Is he going to wear a tie? Yes. Minus 105. One, Trevor Lawrence is a classy guy. Two, his school <laughs> photo, they wore ties. That does it for me. That seems like free cash. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I, I saw that one and thought that's probably the case as well. But, uh, you know, not everyone wears ties anymore. And the dude's got like six foot long hair. So what makes you think he's going to put on a, a tie? <laughs> what makes you think he's even classy? I mean, to begin with, just because he's from the Atlanta area, you know, like a Southern yeah. belt. Well, the good thing is, is if I'm wrong, I'm going to be way wrong. Like, he's going to be in sweatpants uh, if he's not wearing a tie. So uh, I prefer that. I prefer to be dead wrong than, you know, lose by a half point sort of thing. So Right, right, certainly. And it is worth saying that, you know, a lot of times, like, for example, what if it's a bow tie? You know, do you win? Do you lose? Oftentimes when it's a weird tie like that, the the bookmakers, at least the big ones like the battle lines, usually pay out for both those. If there's any sort of confusion or question, they they will usually pay those out because they want to show loyalty to their players. So it's almost worth taking some of these fun ones because you have a you have a chance of losing, of course, but you also have a chance of a tie, which is not like unlike soccer, it's actually a win in yeah. most of these situations. So all right, my last one. I think this is my seventh one here. I'm taking Broncos offensive first overall pick at minus one thirty. I don't know if, based on today's trade for Teddy Bridgewater, they're in or out of the quarterback market. They say publicly they're not out of the quarterback market. Maybe they're going to trade down. I don't know. I do think, though, if they don't take a quarterback, it's one of two things. It's either going to be a linebacker, like Micah Parsons, or it's going to be an offensive lineman, presumably Rashawn Slater. And that's what Ben Albright, who's a very well-connected radio guy in Denver, has been saying the last couple days. They're leaning towards taking Rashawn Slater unless they trade down. If they trade down, all bets are off, and then I don't think it's a good bet anymore. But I do think that there's a very good chance they stay at nine and take a player. Or there's still a small chance they trade up for a guy like Justin Fields or maybe even Vinay Well, So I do think that's a good bet. At minus 130, you're not paying a very high premium. I think the most likely selection in order goes quarterback, offensive lineman, defensive player, linebacker. So I think there's some value there at minus 130. Denver Broncos first pick offense at minus one thirty on Bet Online. You got any more for me here, Chris? Yep, I got one more Trevor Lawrence special. This one is expensive, but I think also free money. Trevor Lawrence to cry? No, minus one thousand. Why would he cry? He's known he's going to be the first round pick for like three years. He knows he's going to be the first pick That's for a good <laughs> you know four months. Uh, he's won national titles. He's lost national titles. Uh, he's not going to cry just because uh, he's been drafted first by Urban Meyer and the fabulous Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, the only reason he might cry is because he realizes how much money he's going to be saving on state income tax. But I don't think that'll affect him. <laughs> you know, sometimes the the gravity of the moment kind of weighs on you it, just because he's known for – I mean, it's a really good point. He's known for probably three, four years. With certainty, he's known for the last, what, two months, three months or whatever. So it's very unlikely he's going to cry. But – you know, some people just hear their name call. It's a, it's a lifelong dream that's realized, and they cry. But, but yeah, he's 
probably not going to want his first <laughs> moments in the NFL to be, you know, and, and, and let's be honest, they're going to play this video many, many more times yep. for eternity, whether he's a bust, whether he's a hall of fame player, like this gets played a lot. He doesn't want to cry. I don't think he's planning on crying. So it's one of those things that would just overtake him. If he tears up, that doesn't count. It has to be, I'm sure full streams. That takes a, I don't know the last time you cried, Chris, but it's been a while for me. You don't, you don't, have streams running down your face unless you're like really, really crying. I, I don't anticipate that with Trevor Lawrence. Um, all right, real quickly here. Why don't you read off every single one of your props just real quickly and, and I'll give off mine and then uh, we'll let everyone go on their merry way. Yep. Defensive players under 13 and a half minus 120 over four and a half wide receivers in the first round minus 400 better. If you could find it, I think minus 325, you said that's great. Bears draft a first-round QB, no, minus 300. Trevor Lawrence hug his wife first, yes, minus 115. Trevor Lawrence wear a tie, yes, minus 105. And Trevor Lawrence to cry, no way, Jose, minus 1,000. <laughs> all right, and mine also have over four and a half receivers. BetOnline has it minus 400. Again, all these odds come from BetOnline, our friends over at BetOnline.ag. So over four and a half receivers, over a half of running back in the first round. Kyle Pitts under five and a half. J.C. Horn, under 13, Jalen Waddell before Devonta Smith, and finally the Denver Broncos taking an offensive player with their first overall pick. All right, this was episode 80, the NFL Draft Special of Believe in Betting LA. We're going to be glued to the TV starting, I think, at 4 o'clock Pacific tomorrow afternoon. Chris, any final thoughts here? What what are you doing in, in the Lewart household for food tomorrow? I mean, any, any draft traditions that you want to share with our listeners? Yeah, now with two kids, it's a debacle, and every day is uh, is basically a mess. So <clears throat> I think, uh, you know, if I'm lucky, might uh, maybe a little Five Guys, maybe uh, maybe a milkshake, maybe a Chick Fil A. You always got to remember, once you start getting Thursday, Friday, you got to get your Chick Fil A in, because if you don't, <laughs> you wake up on Sunday like I have 200 times in my life and said, no, there will be no Chick Fil A. So maybe maybe that, maybe some nuggies tomorrow. Wow, so you really like red-themed fast food joints, it sounds like, with Gene Five Red Guys and white, yeah. I think both yeah. Five Guys and Chick-fil-A are red and white. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, I think my room is there probably going to do chicken wings or some, some sort of chicken, I would think. I think that's a pretty good call here, but we'll see. Um, I heard someone else on the podcast say they, they watched the movie Draft Day with Kevin Costner every year. I think it's, I think <laughs> oh, it's a terrible gosh. movie, but yeah. sure, if that's your tradition. I mean, it's an interesting movie, right? But it's also like the most unrealistic thing of all time um but yeah this was fun for everyone thank you very much for listening and and good luck and everyone obviously with your nfl draft props a lot of good stuff and and we've talked this a few times before but but don't be afraid of taking the really we we always preach value 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 unless chris right it's a lock last year we got crazy odds i paid a fortune to do chase young in the number two overall pick but I did it because the defensive coordinator of Washington was talking about how it's going to fit in their defense. Trevor Lawrence, you're still seeing it, you know, up there. Will he be the number one overall pick? The answer is yes. I don't care how expensive it is. That literally is the definition of free money. This is one of the very few times in life <clears throat> where there's free money out there. There is a literally a 0.0% chance it's not Trevor Lawrence tomorrow unless, you know, he dies. He does, he like, dies. You know, he something crazy okay. happens the next you know, 12 hours or something like that. And even then, he's probably still the first overall pick. So don't be afraid of taking those expensive ones. Make sure you're looking at your book every couple hours just to make sure there's nothing crazy offside. Sometimes there's even wrong things in there, as we discussed earlier in this podcast. So 
Um, it's an opportunity to make money and have fun doing it. Give us a subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. That way you'll know whenever episode is aired. For our friends at Just Live, for Bet Online, for Edgefinder Sports, for the Lee Podcast Network, for Roger Goodell and the NFL Draft tomorrow, for Chris Lewis, I'm Sam Maxwell. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.